ek vir die heren vraag, wat om te preek hierdie week, dit begin een moeilik raak, want al my, al my oud preke is op. Hoe um, ek net Ephesians, en uh, ek begin toe Ephesians lees, en uh, Troesbop, in the first 14 verses, there is just so much, dit is net just, dit is, is jam-packed met, um, met gospel, dit is jam-packed met um, treasure. So, so wat ek gaan doen, is, is ons gaan vir die volgende paar weke, gaan ons Ephesians bykie, bykie deurwerk, en, en bykie kyk, um, wat alles daarin opgesluit le. Um, ek weet nie of jylle David Pawson ken nie, um, walking through, uh, nee, Unlocking the Bible. Hy sê van die Fishers, hy sê, dit is die, dit is, dit is die boek om na te kyk, as jy, as jy wil kyk na doctrine en Christian lifestyle. Um, because Ephesians is sort of splitting two, it's two sides of the coin. The first, the first of Ephesians, he explains to you the, the, the gospel, he explains what Jesus has done, he explains what God has done in Christ for us, and, 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 and he unlocks that, Paul does, and, and in the second half, he explains how we should respond to that, how, how that should impact our Christian lives. Hoe moet ons as Christene leef op grond van dit wat God vir ons gedoen het, op grond van dit wat Jesus Christus gedoen het. En, um, so dit is, uh, dit is gelukkig nie, baie lang, baie lang brief nie, um, dit kon Romeine gewees het. <laughs> uh, so, but we're going to unlock it a little bit, and, and uh, so I'm going to read through it, and, and as, we, as we read through it, um, there are a few things that, that I'm just going just gonna to pause on, and, and stand still on. Great. So I want to ask this question. Who has ever wondered to himself, what am I here for? What's God's purpose with me? Little die vraag vir homself vir Nee? Ek dink ons allemaal, every one of us, must have sometime in our life gone through this question in our hearts, and I think we get, might possibly go through it a few times in our life. I think in all the phases of growing up, we sort of go, you know, what am I here for? Jy lis nou lekker daar. Wat moet ek gaan doen na school? Is ek op die rechte pad? What am I here for? What did God create me for? And I think the answer to that is, is both individual, but before we can answer the individual part, we have to answer the sort of global part. And that is, what did God create us for? And if we go further than that, and we, 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 we go into Christianity, we ask the question, what, or for what reason did God save me? He didn't just save me so I could not burn in hell. I'm not only saved out of darkness, that we, the thing we just talked about in worship, we were not only taken out of darkness, but we were transferred and planted into something else. And for what reason? What was the reason that Jesus Christ had to be who he was when he lived on earth? Everything, all of that answers this question. What 
is God's plan with me. Nee? En ons allemaal ken die baie bekende versie, so Jeremiah 29, 17, For I know the plans I have for you. Wie dit al vir iemand gestuur per WhatsApp groep het? Nee? Om om te bemoedig. Alles val uit mekaar uit en goed en so, dan stuur jy vir hom, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans, plans, nee? Dis goed. Maar weet jy, dis erg wat is hy plan? Do we really know what that's about? And we, we tend to use that, the, the plan I have for you, and we say, yeah, so, so this thing in America started with all the mega churches and stuff, that God plans for you to be rich, and God plans for you to, to have this and have that, and to, to have the best job. So if God plans for everyone to have the best job, he's not going to have the best job. Nee. It's not what God's talking about. His plan for you is much, much, much greater and much better than that. So let's read Ephesians and you'll see if we can discover what God's plan for us is in the first few verses. Um, hier, is, hier is nogal een tricky geskryfde ding, so ek het nou die meest eenvoudigste translation gevat in Engels, um, net vir leestoeindes, ok? But I encourage you when you go and study it, to go and study it in the, the Amplified or in the New English Translation with lots of other um, onderskrifte en goedkies wat hulle inset en verduidelik en, en al die type, maar goed. Hier is een net vir gemakstoeindes wat ons in um, die New Living Translation gebruik, maar dit is nog, dit is nog steeds akkuraat um, volgens my. So, kom ons gaan. Ek sê, uh, This letter is from Paul chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. I'm writing to God's holy people in Ephesians who are faithful followers of Christ Jesus. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give us grace and peace. Eerste ding, hierdie, nou, in al sy briewe, in all his letters, this, this is sort of the greeting that Paul and, and most writers say, may the Lord give you grace and peace. So we read grace and peace and we start, we, we understand something, especially ons Afrikaanse ouwens, nee, ons sê genade. Maar God jou genade gee, maar God genadig wees oor jou. But grace is a loaded, loaded, loaded word. And I, ek het gaan kyk in, in een, van die, een van die woordeboeke, what is grace? Nee, luister gau, ek, ek kan het nie eens als vir opnoem, of uit my kop uit sê nie. Grace particularly, that which causes joy, pleasure, gratification, favor, acceptance, for a kindness granted or desired. A benefit, thanks and gratitude. Nee, so imagine, as ek vir jou sê, grace on you. Dan sê ek vir jou, all peace, all joy, all favor, all abundance, everything be that unto you. Maar dan gaan het verder. Hy sê, a favor done without expectation of return. The absolutely free expression of the loving kindness of God to men, finding its only motive in the bounty and benevolence of the giver. Hoor jylle wat, wat ek nou gelees het? 
Al die goed, Paulus sê, my grace be on you. And thy grace is without any form of working for it. May God have grace on you. May you be filled with joy. May you be filled with peace. May you be filled with love. May you be filled with with the abundance of life given by God because He loves you and for no other reason. Receive that before you read on. And peace. The... the, the, um, Jy sal nou weet, jy lees ons graag die Amplified. Grace vertaal het daarna haak die unmerited favor. Unmerited favor of God. So Paulus sê vir jou wat lees, may God's unmerited favor, but not only his favor, the joy that comes from him, the love that comes from him, the, 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 the inner well-being that comes from him, may that be on you. May you receive that and may you live in it. And the peace that comes from Jesus Christ. Ne? Now peace is the opposite of war. In hierdie specifieke context, dat wat hulle hierdie woord gebruik. En hulle gebruik hy self woord in Romeine 5 vers 1 to 2. Sê, therefore since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have also obtained access into the grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of God's glory. Romeine 5 say, But God showed His great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. To ons nie in peace met hom was nie. To ons teen hom was, to ons gerebeleer het teen hom. Nee, while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, He will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of His Son, while we were still His enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of His Son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God, because our Lord Jesus has made us friends with God. That is what in peace is. May you experience true unity, and true relationship, and true friendship, the absence of enmity, the absence of war with God, through Jesus Christ. And all of that is only through Jesus Christ. We can only have grace through Jesus Christ. And we can only have peace with God through Jesus Christ. In no other way, there is nothing else we can do to, to obtain it. Nee? Dis wat hy alles sê, net in sy greeting. Okay. It's all about relationship. I think if we can get this about Christianity. It's all about our relationship with God. Everything about it is about our relationship with God. What God has done to bring us back into relationship with Him, reconciliation, and our response to that. 
And in our response to that, it, 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 it will determine how we respond to one another in our relationship with God. But we have to start knowing in church that the way we respond to each other, the way I respond to you, is a response to my response to God. I'm not supposed to respond to you as my brother and my sister in Christ because we have been united in Christ. We have been united in one spirit. I'm not supposed to respond to you based on how you treat me. I'm supposed to respond to you based on how God treated me. And if you can start doing that and start getting that right, people will start seeing that they are truly my disciples because they love one another. Verstaan jylle? Sien jylle dit? Nee? Ok, so, ons gaan aan vers 3. Ons is nou eerst by vers 3. So, hy sê, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. All praise to God. Nou, hierdie hele stuk gaan oor om God te prijs. All praise to God. Met alle woorde, ons focus in hierdie hele stuk wat ons nou gaan deurgaan, moet wees, this is why God should always be praised. Okay? All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with God. Christ. Hukom? Why are we blessed with every spiritual blessing? We are united with Christ. Even before He made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes. Before He made the world, God loved us and he chose us, under vertaling sê, predestined us. He loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us in his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. Okay. Nou, hier is ook een klomp goeikies hierin. Kijk, die eerste ding wat ons gelees het, is dat we are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Nou, wat is dit? Wat beteken het om te be blessed with every spiritual blessing? Nummer 1, sê dit, en, en, en ek is jammer, dit gaan, dit gaan so oorkom, want het is so, Maar ek is, ek is bykie allergies vir, um, vir die prosperity gospel. Wat sê dat, dat because you're saved, jy moet nou tis alles gooi. I'm, I, because I deserve it. Nee, type van ding. Ek weet nie eens hoe met uit te druk nie. Punt is, I, I'm a bit allergic to it. Okay, so, so vergewe my as ek dalk te veel neig, <laughs> maar ek, 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 ek sê dit daar uit. <laughs> Alright, 
So to be blessed with every spiritual blessing, say me that you are blessed with every blessing. Say me you are blessed with every, every material blessing. Dit sê nie dat omdat ek glo in Jesus Christus en omdat ek nou een koningskind is, ek in een gouwe Rolls Royce moet rijden wat 2 miljoen rand kost nie. Want dis wat koningskinders doen. Dit sê dit nie. Dit sê I'm blessed with every spiritual blessing. What is every spiritual blessing? Het jy al bykie gedink daarover? Kom eens weer. Enig iemand, gooi het uit. What, what do you think? Ja. Good, very good. Very good. Fruit of the Spirit, yes. What else? Everything pertaining to life of godliness. Everything you need to be able to live a godly life is a spiritual blessing. Everything you need to be able to represent Christ to the world is what He has blessed you with. Is a spiritual blessing. Alles wat jy nodig het, so dat hy omself dier jou kan openbaar. Dit is wat ons nou net gelees het, hy is meidas, ons gaan, ons, ja, ek wil nie nou Robin uitkom nie. Ja. Ek um, wil net daarbeer, hy is meidas, holy. Even before he made the world, God loved us and he chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. That is a spiritual blessing. A spiritual blessing is your heavenly reality. In Christ Jesus, God has made you completely, completely, completely new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Any man is in Christ. He's a new creature altogether. The old is gone. The new has come. Who is thy old? Who like thy old? Holy and blameless and without fault in the sight of God. That is a spiritual blessing. And he's given, to, given it to us through Christ. Then say in verse 5 that he has predestined us, or he has decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Now, I will not go still stand by the whole idea of van, van, van predestination. Because there is a theological armdrukkerij, oor wat precies hierdie predestination is, en, en beteken dit, does it mean that because God chose you, before the foundations of the world, you did not have a choice? In other words, He chose who would be saved and who would not be saved. Okay, that, that's the one, the one way people are thinking about it. Alright? The other way 
people think about it, and that's the way I think about it, is that even before the foundation of the world, God already decided that He will do whatever it takes. He will send His Son. And it was less in Revelation that the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. As we understand that this what by God happens in the heavens is by the time. Do you know what I mean? Can't No, but God's reality is not our reality. That's why we cannot fathom Him. We cannot understand the way He does things, the way He thinks. His ways are higher than our ways. All right? But God decided in His love, because of His love, He decided even before the foundations of the world that He will send His Son to die for the sins of the people so that all can be saved. Now, luister gauw hier so. 1 Timotheus 2 vers 1 tot 4 sê, First of all then, I urge um, that requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanks be offered on behalf of all people, even for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a peaceful and a quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Such prayers for all is good and welcomed before God our Savior, since He wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. All people. So the predestination here verwees nie dat God partijmense gekies het en ander mense nie gekies het nie. Dit sê dat all of us kies. Christian, kan jy vir my nog water? Ek het een probleem met die droogkeel. All of us. All of creation. God predestined for two things. To be reunited with Him. To be saved. And to be holy and blameless. And beyond reproach. So my vraag is weer, what is God's plan with you? If you ever ask God, what's your plan with me? His answer is, my plan is for you to be holy and blameless and beyond reproach in my eyes. My plan is for you to live a holy and godly life. Ons het nou net gesing, it's only in your will that I'm free. So a powerful, powerful sinnekie. <laughs> my plan is for you to be in my will. Where you will be free. My plan is for you to be a representation of who I am. And therefore, wherever you are, be that. Be faithful to that. Do that. And as you are faithful in that, I will advance you. And I'll give you more opportunity. I'll give you more responsibility. I'll give you more. Praat my net om uit my hart uit, ons, ons het gelees nou die dag, ons het gelees van, in 1 en 2 Timotheus, van, van um, die requirements for a church leader, for elders and deacons. 
nie. En een van die goede dat gezegd is dat een ou wat een leier wil wees, een eldere deken, die must be able, die must, hy moet sy huis goed lei. If you can't represent God in your house, how do you want him to give you opportunity to represent him elsewhere, where people are looking? Your house is a safe place. <clears throat> but that's where we need to learn to represent God. Be holy and blameless and beyond reproach. Ne? Luister gij Romeine 8, ja, Romeine 8 vers 29. Um, because those who he foreknew, he also predestined, selfde ding, selfde woord, he predestined, hy het vooraf besluit, dit is Godse vooraf plan vir jou. He predestined you, your destiny. He predestined you to be conformed to the image of his son, that his son would be the firstborn of many brothers and sisters. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us, allowing with all wisdom, uh, excuse, along with all wisdom and understanding. Spiritual gifts, all wisdom and understanding. Die fondatie van van ons christen geloof, is dit wat hy gedoen het, op die kruis, is dit wat hy ons gegee het, dit is die fondatie, is, hy is die een wat vir ons, lewe gegee het, hy is die een wat ons, vryheid gekoop het, met sy lewe, hy is die een wat sy kindness, eerste vir ons gewees, die show his love, and kindness to us, while we were still his enemies, that's the basis of the gospel. The basis of our faith and our gospel is not that we had to come to him first or that we had to do things first or that we had to do things right first or, but it's the other way around. He showed his kindness to us first. He showed his love to us first. He gave us life first through giving up his life. And he gave us wisdom and understanding, said I first. Nee? En dit is hier, waar, waar ons ook in die wereld kan, kan begin prosper. Ek sê nie dat ons nie in die wereld mag prosper nie, op geen manier nie. Maar ons prosperity, ons, dat da is Dat is een ding, vooral in die Afrika kultuur, letterlijk, waar hulle jou, jou faith, jou Christian maturity meet, aan die kar wat jy rij in die huis waar, en jy blij in die area waar jy blij in, sê het die begoed. So if you have a mansion, and you drive in that car, and all that, then you, that proves that you are a, you're a man of faith. Man of God. Yes, 
Ons het nou in die community, toe keier daar een goalkie saam met Nalau, by ons. En sy vertel vir ons iets wat gebeur het, by, by haar vorige, vorige plek was aan bed het. Hoe, hoe a man of God, wat homself andring dat jou man of God noem, <laughs> hoe hy, ek kan het eens opnemen verskrikkelijke, verskrikkelijke manipulatie in, in, ja, ek gaan het nie opnemen. iets verskrikkeliks. Dit is een vrug van die type evil teaching. That if I'm the man of God, then everything must come to me, everything belongs to me, everything, I must just call it and it will come. And you, who are in my church, sê hulle, as jy nie doen wat ek doen nie, of as jy nie doen wat ek sê nie, eder, skop ek jou uit. En nie so nie, ek sal seker maak, dit is letterlijk my laag vrou geweer het. Sy het vir hom nie gesê vir iets, wat afgrijselik is, hy het seker gemaakt, sy het nie weer werk in die dorpie. Om maar afhankelijk te hou. Ek wou, ek, ek, die, vier het in my gebrand, <laughs> toe ek die stories hoor. Nee, ek is een heel van die punt af. Wat sê ek? Wisdom and understanding. God has given you godly wisdom and understanding and discernment through His Spirit living in you. Jesus said, it's to your advantage that I go away. For if I go away, I will ask the Father and He will send you the Spirit of truth. And He will guide you in all truth. And yeah, He guides us in our workplace. He guides us to make good decisions. He guides us to have good financial stewardship and to make good financial decisions. And all of that will lead to a better life. All of that will lead to prosperity. All of that will lead to, to, to being successful in life. But it's in obedience to God. And it's obedience to His specific purposes for you. Ne? So God gives us all wisdom and understanding, but our spiritual wisdom and understanding is ook specific om hom in sy openbaring van sy gees en openbaring van sy woord te kan verstaan en te kan ken. Alright. Ek ons gaan aan vers 9, ons is amper raad, ons net 14. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Everything on heaven and on earth. Philippines is there, and under the earth. Alright? Besef ons. Rarig that everything belongs to Him. Besef ons rarig, that all things belong to Him. 
My children belong to him. My wife belongs to him. Ek denk aan Louis wat hierdie week oorlede is. Onbegrijpelijke, skielike ding, niemand het het sien kom nie. Ek hoop jylle net iets vertel van Anja. Sy, 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 hulle, toe hulle nou by ons gekeier het, in die begin van die maand, vertel hulle vir ons hoe hulle kleinste, hulle jongste dochterkie, daar op die plaas, dier die slang gepik is. En nou jaag hulle met haar hospitaal toe, of marientaal toe. Um, toevallig, weer eens, die heilige geest, die logische ding is om binde toe te, te, te jaag. Die heilige geest sê vir gaan bel jou dokter in Marintal, van jou dokter in, in Marintal, and tell him that you're coming to him. And the doctor says, no, go to Vintip. I say, no, we're going to come to you. And now vertel say how they were driving, and she's with the girl on her lap in the back of the car. And she starts talking to the girl about whether she's right and ready to go to Jesus. And I realize in that moment that she lives with something in her heart that at any time God can come. At any time God can be sovereign in my life. And the unthinkable can happen. Dit pas so'n bykie ins wat ons donderdag gesê het by Jimmelpaard. We should always, always, always be ready. We might be thinking Jesus is not returning in the next 10 years or whatever because all that kind of stuff. You know what? I can you know, come on. Are you ready? Do you have peace with him? Or is there still enmity in your heart? Did you receive the peace that Jesus Christ gives? Did you receive the grace that Jesus Christ gives? It can come at any time and any moment. And we need to be ready. All things belong to Christ. Ne? Hebreus 10 verse 13 say, Right now Christ has been given all authority and is seated at the right hand of God, waiting for his enemies to be made a footstool unto him. All authority has been given unto me, say I, for I am Everything belongs to him. And we must live that way. We must live in submission. Complete, complete submission to the perfect will and sovereignty of God and Jesus Christ in our life. In effect, what he's saying is that Jesus Christ is Lord of all things. And here's my vraag for ons as ons lees. Is he Lord over everything in your life? Is he Lord over your children? Is he Lord over your wallet? Is he Lord over your job opportunity? 
Have you submitted all things to him? Because all things belong to him. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For He chose us in advance and He makes everything work out according to His plan. God's purpose was that we Jews who were the first to trust in Christ would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, He identified you as His own by giving you the Holy Spirit whom He promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that He will give us the inheritance He promised and that He has purchased us to His own people, to be His own people, and did this so we would praise and glorify Him. All things are for the glory of God. And is he done? So what I say in your sticky is basis net. God it begin met Israel, begin met the Jude. But in Christ Jesus, all things, everyone has been drawn to Him. Everything has been drawn, and so we, ons wat Gentiles is, gelukkig, are also united with Christ. And because we are united with, with Christ, we share the inheritance of Jesus Christ. What is the inheritance of Jesus Christ? That is being one with God. That's being united with Him. And everything that flows out of that. And as proof, He has given us His Spirit. But David translation says, as a down payment. Because we are, we're not walking and seeing everything about it yet. When Jesus returns, we will experience and see the fullness of what God has given us. And I can say, by a by a firm believer, that ons loop, ons walk, ons kan nie die, die mentality he dat ek is gered, En een dag wanneer Jesus kom, dan gaan ek getransformeer word en dan gaan ek, dan gaan ek soos hy wees nie. Ok, ek sien dit anders. Ek sien ek is gered. I have been made a new creation. That is who I am. Dit is my, dit is my wees, dit is my potential. I am holy and blameless and beyond fault, or beyond reproach or faultless in God's sight. Dit is wie ek is. I'm not completely walking in it yet because I'm not mature yet as, as a believer, as a Christian. I, I get nog nie al die ou goed van my afgegooi nie. But my journey as a Christian, my journey in walking with God is to daily learn and lean into walking more and more and more and more, and that is where Ephesians later come. More and more in the image of Christ. Will it be 100% possible for any one of us to be completely 
without sin? I don't know. But it's any, we don't have to work towards it. And then will mensen gaan and I think mensen will begin preek van allerhande rewards wat jy een dag in die, in die Bijbel, in die, in die jimmel gaan kry. Dat jy gaan een groter mansion kry as die in en jy gaan, dat dan, jy gaan oor meer groepen rule en jy gaan al die type van goed. Christ deserves that I do everything in my power to look like him and to live like him. And that is why we need to do it. Not because we are looking for some kind of lollipop at the end of the day. Christus is waardig daarvan that I live a holy and blameless life. And that is why I need to choose every single day, every single moment, every time to make the holy choice to make the choice that that would lead more and that would bring me closer to walking as he walked on earth. Verstaan jylle wat ek sê? We're not doing this for a reward. We're doing it because Christ deserves it. We're not living holy because because ons is nie moslims wat beter jy was, hoe meer virgins kry jy op die einde van die dag. That is the reward. Yes. And the thing is, and ek kan, ek kan getuig daarvan, the reward, you taste now. Already. Daar is iets amazing daar, en daar, daar is a, en, goed, my adamie sê ek nie, ek sê, ek sê engelkie nie. Nee, glad nie. Say nie dat ek is, ek, ek, ek leef. But I know when I make decisions that is in the will of God, I know when I walk away from things that I'm not supposed to. And there's something that comes up, there's something that happens in you that gives you life when you start living in the way of God. And the opposite is true. If you start deliberately doing things against what you know is not the will of God. Jy voel die lewe uit jou uittrui meer. You feel yourself being more disconnected. You feel yourself being being lifeless. So, God has given us the Holy Spirit. En ek sluit daarmee af. En weet jylle wat ons kan niks doen? This walking in godliness is not something that you can do outside of the Holy Spirit. It's not something you can do outside of, outside of, I, I almost want to say, if I try to walk in godliness outside of the Holy Spirit, I'm back in religion. I'm back in trying to obey things because someone told me to do it. But if I walk with the Holy Spirit, if I walk this Galatians 5, 16, walk in the Spirit and you will not gratify the lusts of the flesh. So God has given us this beautiful, beautiful gift. And daarmee wil ek, ek wil hiermee afsluit nou en stilstaan is, ek wil vir jou vraag, how dependent are you in your Christian life on the Holy Spirit?
How dependent are you? Do you continually ask Him to fill you again and to renew the life within you? Even the apostles, it says in, in, in um, Acts, that they were continually filled with the Spirit. We have to continually, continually, continually ask the Holy Spirit to fill us up, to renew His life in me and live in complete, complete, complete submission to Him. Then you will receive life. You will live in life. So we stand so with me, we are going to the Holy Spirit for us, not again to fill. Holy Spirit, you are the Spirit of God, you are the Spirit of life. We cannot live without you. There is no way we can live a godly life and represent you and be conformed to your image as is your predestined will for us without you. And Father, we thank you first of all for the gift of your Spirit, Father. And I ask right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you say that anything we ask in your name, Lord, and I know that this is within your will, I know that this is your will, I ask in your mighty name, Jesus, that you would come and that you would fill every single person in this place right now. That you would renew us. That you would fill us with your life. That you would fill us with the revelation of your essence, of your nature, of your character. So that we can conform to it and live in accordance with who you are, Lord. Father, we ask that you bless us, Lord, with the ability to walk closely and to hear and to be obedient, Lord. To give us the grace to be able to live freely in your spirit and by your spirit and through your spirit. I ask, Holy Spirit, in this week to come, would you please come and reveal yourself in new and fresh ways to us? That we really come to the point where we do nothing outside of you. Even as Jesus said, Lord, I do nothing apart from the Father. We want to do nothing apart from you. So come and reveal yourself and your truth and your heart to us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Ek wil hiermee net, net persoonlik in jou hart, net vir hom net nooi, to come and fill you and rule your life. Amen.